Hello, it's Spence, the evil genius, with your lab secrets tip of the day. Today is one of those monumental videos that I am really excited about because I've been waiting a long time to put it together. It's basically going to tell you how I changed my life. That's right. How did I change my life with one product? And the one product, Manage WP. Manage WP, and this is not a commercial, it's not an infomercial, this is me speaking to you, Spence from Lab Secrets. Manage WP does something that basically revolutionizes the way I am able to manage all of the WordPress sites that we manage and operate. And I got to tell you, with hundreds of clients and literally hundreds of sites, demo sites, a product like this is a long time in coming. Let me jump in, give you a quick rundown of what this does, and then I'm going to go step by step through how it's going to change your life too. Now, what does it do? It basically allows you to manage and operate one, two, ten, hundreds, as many, I think, WordPress sites as you want to, independently, but yet all through one dashboard. Now, this isn't a multi-site installation. We do this with multi-site for various reasons, too. It's not that at all. In fact, what it is is the opposite. It is a way for you to have, just like an individual site would do, full control, full administration. But yet, it also allows you to aggregate things and do them in an efficient manner. I think the best thing for me to do is jump in right now and show you the dashboard and then tell you exactly how we do it. For this demonstration, I'm going to tell you our main use case is that with Lab Secrets and LabZip, we basically have a lot of custom themes that we manage. We have over 150 custom themes that allow us basically to integrate BuddyPress, WooCommerce, and um, BBPress forums all in one, as well as some other features. And with over 150 demo sites, we're constantly needing to make changes or updates or make sure that they're, you know, in sync with whatever is required by the latest update to WordPress, you know, for security or otherwise. Now, to do that individually is really, really tricky because you have to log into each individual site and make all the changes, then log out, then log in, then log out, then log on, and so on and so forth. With Manage WP, you're able to do this all from one place. Okay, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to run you through real quick how you get started with Manage WP, and then I'm going to go through all these steps. It's going to be a really, really healthy length video, so feel free to jump around. But again, I think you're going to see as we go through this, the more I go through these options, the more you cannot afford to avoid Manage WP if you have more than two sites. All right, so let's start with the basics. How do I get going with Manage WP? Well, the first thing you do is obviously just go ahead to ManageWP.com. And the cool thing is they let you now try it for free. Ten sites for free means you can use all the features, uh, just about, about 95% of the features, with no limitation. So you click on sign up, and you go ahead and make yourself a username, and um, you could call it anything you want, you know, John Doe, and John Doe at yourname.com, uh, password, password, etc. Now, go ahead and register. It will basically allow you to go right into the dashboard. The cool thing is there's not even a double confirmation or any other time wasters. Once you're there, you'll be able to go ahead and add your first site. Now, in my particular case, I've added two sites here to start with. You can see I've got this demo site, uh, Oya, and another one called Wakizi. And these are basically showing our child themes in action. I'm going to show you how easy it is to get started by adding your first site with a third site, which is this one here. A demo site we've created for Wootique that adds BuddyPress, BBPress uh, to it. 
Okay, so to get started with adding a new site, all you need to do is click on Add Website. Couldn't be any easier than that, right? Now, the first thing you want to do is grab the URL of the site. So what I do is go to the site and just in, obviously, in the URL window, I grab it, go over, paste it in. Next thing you do is you have to decide who it is that's going to be the primary admin. Now, this is important. With uh, Managed WP, they've not only given you the ability to have a central manager, but you can also assign, assign uh, control to sub-managers or sub-users. And that's really cool because imagine a scenario where maybe you're doing business with other people and you want to go ahead and have each individual business partner manage that particular site, but you want to have global management over all of the sites. With this setup with Manage WP, you can do it extremely easily. But for right now, just to get you started, I'm going to go ahead and we've got a user who manages this site and uh, we're going to type this in. It's Manage WP. And I'm going to add the site. Now, watch what happens because what's going to happen here is it's going to give me the necessary info I need to get a special plugin installed that makes the connection between Manage WP and the site itself. By the way, I can also choose unique colors so as to group these let's say by visual categories and I can also put them into groups as you'll see in a second so if I do have hundreds of sites I can group them by my, maybe my business relationship or maybe geography topic etc but just to get started I click add site and the first thing it's going to tell me is I don't have the plugin installed now I can manually go to the site and add the plugin but they've made it even easier all I need to do is click on install it and it automatically gives me the necessary steps gets into the site and allows me to go ahead and install it right now. Couldn't be any easier, right? When it does, it's going to also give me a warning after I activate it that says, hey, hold on, be careful here. You've now put together a connection point that you need to finish in order to keep yourself safe. And I love this because otherwise a lot of people might stop or get distracted. You need to finish this connection because otherwise... Theoretically, this open uh, connection with the Manage WP plugin could be utilized by another uh, dashboard. So all we need to do is go on back and finish the job by clicking on Add the Site Now. Since it now can find the plugin and it can connect, ta-da, we're done. Successfully added. That was all there is to it. Now, I can finish grouping it or putting a color scheme, or I could just go ahead and close this window. Now, we have our third site. I am now managing three websites. So as you can see, there's a number on the side, and here they are, one, two, three. You'll notice that the other two I had already grouped and put a color scheme on, and in this one, I'll, I'll leave the third one alone. I'll just leave that individually. Now, let, now that we have three of these together, let's review some of the features that I really find are incredibly useful for anybody who's a designer, anybody who is doing coding, anybody who's managing businesses, because these are the things that really make it shine. Number one, the dashboard is now a global dashboard. So I can see all websites here, and if I click refresh, it will bring up all of the th information I need to know about any plugin updates, any of the other dashboard widgets that have updates, statistics, etc. So as you can see here in our right now, we've got a global right now, and it shows that I have a couple updates that are available. Now right off the bat, that is a huge big thing, because with WordPress updating quite frequently for security updates, I can now know that all of my sites have all the latest patches. If you've ever tried to do this via cPanel or Scriptaculous or any of the other managers, going back in and out and in and out to update websites just for these WordPress updates alone could drive you crazy. Watch how easy it is here. I click on this one button, Update All, confirm I want to, and that's it. I'm done. Now granted, there was only one website that had the WordPress out of date, 
But can you imagine if you had 100 websites, how many times you'd be clicking? Look at this. I've got three plugins here that say they're out of date. And I can drill down and see all the information about which ones. Okay, so Akismet, Grab and Save, WordPress Importer. Let's see what happens. Click one button, update all. Maybe have a sip of coffee, look at an email. Oh, it's done that fast. I've got four themes. I think you know what's coming next, right? Update all. Just give it a second or two. Wow, right? Could this be any easier? I don't think so. Now, there's an even special, uh, more special kind of uh, update we got here. I think I'll post revision. So if you're like me and you're doing a lot of editing on your posts and you know, maybe you've changed it here, changed it there, you get a lot of autosaves. And I love autosaves in WordPress because they do protect you when you maybe have a boo-boo or you've got multiple people working on the site, somebody makes a typo, you wanna go back in time. But after a while, you don't necessarily need to drag those around. If a post has already been up and it's been there for a while, you're not likely to go back and change it. So you can get rid of that and maybe optimize your database a little bit by getting rid of some extra data that might be searchable and indexable. So all I do is click on clean all and it gets rid of all those excess post revisions. Not your current post, mind you, just all the excess revisions, right? And likewise, it can also clean up your database table overhead. And when I click on clean all, it takes care of both of those for me. Okay, I'm scrolling up the page. Let's look at a couple other ideas what can really be done well here. First of all, I'm gonna refresh the page. And I could show you, for example, what if I needed to find something in uh, one of my 10 or 20 or 30 sites that was a topic or a post that was something I wanted to add to or change. Let's say I wanted to search for food. Now I can look in posts or plugins or themes and I can look at one or all of the sites. So watch how cool this is. This is a global search index and it allows me to go ahead and find all of the posts that relate to food across all those sites. Super powerful, especially if I'm an editor or I'm working on my SEO. Now I've got backups too. I'm gonna to cover backups in a second, but basically this allows you to not only automatically backup any or all of your sites, but it allows you to also manage those backups and store them in a variety of locations. As you'll see, my personal choice is to use Dropbox, but you can also use Amazon S3. You can have them downloaded to you. You can save them, of course, by default on the server themselves. And this is really cool though, because it basically gives you a, a kind of visual clue that we got one backup that is good to go and one of them is pending. Now I've got my recent posts, which also again, editorially helps me manage what's going on in terms of you know, any of the SEO or content that I may be promoting across sites. Uptime monitoring. I was really surprised to find this, but instead of using a third party service, for example, like Pingdom, I could just go ahead and use Manage WP so that I can set it up that I'm watching all of my sites to know that they're always working. And if any of them are not for any reason, I go ahead and get a warning right here in my central dashboard. Also, it sends me an email if I want. I've got server logs that are also an option in one of their uh, paid plans. And that's something that, again, if you're doing this professionally, you might want to choose because it does consolidate it all into one dashboard. Lastly, uh, this is kind of just like piling on feature after feature, but we've got statistics available. So I can actually look at global statistics and I can choose to do what I've done here, which is the built-in managed WP stats, or I can use Google Analytics. And either way, it can help me manage and see what kind of traction I may be getting on one or more of my sites. Now, this is just a small sampling of the various things you can use in the dashboard, but I hopefully have started to give you a feeling here that like, wow, what is it that I'm doing? I'm effectively saving myself a gargantuan amount of time and headache by 
click, click, click. Because again, if I had to go to this site and log in, and this site and log in, and this site and log in, I'd be bouncing around and around and around all the time and never really seeing the big picture, which is really effectively what Manage WP does. Saves me time, consolidates my actions, and gives me a big picture. Starting with the plugins and themes menu over here on the left, I'm going to show you now how easy it is for me to manage which plugins and themes are actually installed and then to add them or to take them away if necessary. So the first thing is we get two columns, select websites and select websites by group. Remember I have the group of Lab Secrets demo sites in red on these two and then the third site is not yet grouped and that's just in a regular uh, non-colored fashion. If I want to choose all of the websites I can do them individually of course or I can click on all. If I want to do it by group I just choose over here and I can say yeah only give me the Lab Secret demo sites uh, from that group. So in this case let's say I choose all. Now I want to see what plugins are installed so I click on plugins radio box or radio button and then I click submit and that'll give me a global overview like a general looking over the battlefield of which URLs or sites on the left and which plugins on the right. If I need to install a plugin all I need to do is just click install. Let's say I'm going to install a snapshot on Wootique. Click on it, it spins, done. What if I wanted to take away something? So let's say I wanted to take away the quick, uh, let's say WordPress importer. I want to take that away from this particular site. All I do here is deactivate, click confirm, and then it'll change the status of it so that I know that if necessary, I can even remove it. And if I want, I can always open up the show details and it gives me sort of the as it's going message, right? So now when I refresh the page over here, do the same thing, plug in, submit, it'll have updated that information. And now I've got a better idea of what I can do. So for example, if I wanted to go now and do a global uh, deactivation of something, I can apply the same logic. I can just go ahead and click on the global selector and then deactivate that way. Last but not least, I can go ahead and now add a new plugin. What if I want to do that on one or more sites? Well, same idea. I'm just going to click on install. And we just went over this. So let's say I'm going to install one plugin to all three sites. I want to install a plugin. Now, here's two choices, by the way. With a plugin or a theme, you want to make sure that you tell it if you want it activated after it's uploaded. Now, sometimes you may not want that, especially with themes. You might want to just upload it, have it available for you. And likewise, especially with themes, you want to decide whether you want it to overwrite an existing copy. As many of you know, when you're installing a theme, if you've done customization to the original theme, you do not want to overwrite that in every case because you might lose your customization, especially if you're not using a child theme. So use this with caution, but if by default you don't check it, you're safe because uh, WordPress by default will not allow you to upload and install a theme over an existing one. All right, and we're also not going to activate it here, so we'll leave that off. Now, you have really four places to find the plugin or theme. From your My Favorites, your WordPress repository, your own computer, or from a remote URL on the Internet. In this case, the Favorites is kind of cool because once you've gone ahead and started to use this, you can save the plugins that you think you're going to want to uh, use again and again, as well as the themes. And then, in that case, you can just go ahead and say, yeah, install this one. But let me show you how we got to that point. So let's start with the repository. If I wanted to put in some uh, plug in here, let's say we're going to put in anti-spam B. Click search. It's going to look through the WordPress repository and we can find it. We can see the details if we want. But remember I said you can add it to favorites. So I would just click add to favorites. And then when I go back to my favorites, you'll see I've now got anti-spam B there. So I can do that too.
right? If not, I can go ahead and search the repository for something else. Maybe I want to install um, Saber, right? All I do there is click install, and it's now going to install it on all three sites and give me the update as it's doing it. So there's one site, another site, third site, done. We refresh the page and we'll see exactly what we've got. Go over here, reload, and it's going to give me my global status as well. Actually, we're going to go to the manage table. Okay, now what I want to point out here is remember, we didn't activate that, right? So what we want to do is look to see which uh, plugins are there but not active. So we click submit, and now we'll see hopefully that we've got, yeah, there it is. There's Saber, and it's ready to be activated if we want it to be, right? So if we wanted to activate, we could just click here and there, choose the activate, be good to go. Likewise, remember we had deactivated some of these other ones. If we wanted to remove those, we can go ahead and select on any of the checkboxes and choose to delete them. All right, so this is one example with plugins. Let me show you the reciprocal, which is with themes. What if I have a theme I want to install and I have it on my desktop? So we've already done my favorites and repository. Let's do the same idea. We're going to choose all of the websites. We're going to choose to install a theme. We're not going to activate it. We're not going to overwrite. We're going to go my computer. And now I just click on upload a zip file. And I got a folder here that has some themes in it. Maybe I want to install bold news. So I choose that theme. And as you can see, it's starting to upload that automatically, and it'll give me a status when it's done. Could not be any easier. If I had to be clicking in and out and in and out and in and out of all the various 150 or so sites, the time it would take to do this would be monumental. Not only that, when I look at all the sites, I'd have to go back and forth to each one, log in, and see whether or not a particular theme was installed, whether it was activated, etc. Let's move on. Let's talk about users. Now, this is kind of one of the features that I think will get a lot of use by marketers or people that are running subscription sites because I can now see globally who is on which of my sites. So again, if I select all, I can choose to look by role. So if I want to see only people who are subscribers, I just deselect these other boxes and I'll choose subscriber and it'll show me who is a subscriber across all three sites. And again, same grid fashion lets me have this global view of who's doing what and where. So I see all the names to the right and I see the sites to the left. And if I want to, I can actually change the role on the fly. So for example, Ellen Palmer, I globally select her on both sites. And what if I want to change her role? I can choose to make her an author or an editor or an administrator. It really doesn't matter because it's just as simple as choosing which one and then clicking confirm. What if I wanted to change her password? Same idea. So I just go here and I say change her password type in a new password, and I'm done. Click Confirm. Can you imagine how many minutes or hours it would take you if you had to do this individually, especially if you're running, again, a subscription site where people belong to more than one? Or what if you wanted to add a new assistant, a virtual assistant, or an administrator, or a business partner? Same is true here. Just create a new one and say which sites you want them to be on. My, well, let's do lowercase, my assistant. And my assistant, I spelled that badly, at labsecrets.com. Oh, no, and I can put in, you know, password. When I do, I can choose whether they're going to be an editor, author, contributor, subscriber, etc. And I can also choose, of course, like with a standalone site to send them a password. And when I do, let's just do this for real, why not? 
Let's make them an author. Add the user. It's going to give me the same kind of status update. And as soon as it's done, it'll say we're good to go. And now I've added this person to all three sites. If I want to confirm it, I go back to manage. You can see the pattern here, I'm sure. There we go. So, and it's really that simple. Now my assistant is obviously shown as an author on all three sites. And if I wanted to change that, I could click here. I could say, delete this person. And if I want, I can assign their post to somebody or I can just leave it empty. Gives me a warning to make sure I don't do that accidentally. And that's it, voila, done. Again, so simple. All right, let's move on through some of these other features. Next, we've got backups. Now, this is really great because there's some really outstanding backup products on the market um, that we've highlighted in many of other videos, but Managed WP has done a really, really good job with this because now I can do this across all my sites automatically with scheduled backups, and I can choose where and when and how to save those backups. So in general, you've got two types of backups. You've got your generic backup of a site, and then you've got the ability to also use that backup to clone a site. You can, if you're a bulk marketer too, you can bulk add or export websites too using even a CSV file. So I'm going to cover a couple of these real quick. First of all, I have the manager here that shows me which backups are already set up. And for this, I went ahead and created, let me just show you what I did. I created a way for me to do a daily backup and I could choose daily, weekly, or monthly. I said, what time of day? I said, whether it's the full site or just the database. I said, how many copies to keep? You know, sometimes you want to have a second or third copy in case uh, you know something changes rapidly you always have a serialized update next I can exclude certain files so for example I don't need to deal with the cache and I want to make sure to avoid that because that's not going to help me and I can also include some extra folders that might be outside of the WP content uploads area or otherwise so this is a good way for you to have a little bit of extra control over what exactly gets backed up you can decide not to compress it if for any reason that causes a problem with your server you can also decide to optimize the tables, which cleans them up so that you got a really, really super efficient copy. And you can also decide not to keep backups on this server. So if you do not want to have the original backup on the server, this will make sure that it's not there. Various reasons for that. Now, next is we selected which websites, just like the other metaphor, I chose to back up the first two sites. I can choose all of them or I can do it by group. And remember, I can choose multiple backup um, settings so I can have multiple daily or weekly or monthly backups and overlap them as necessary. Uh, maybe I want to only back up the demo sites uh, group on Wednesdays and maybe I want to back up the Olia theme on Tuesdays at 10 in the morning. Any matrix you want, it's really easy. Next I decided as I was mentioning the external backup location. So this is where the actual backup is going to be sent to make sure that you've got multiple copies. Now, FTP is super easy, and I'm not gonna go over that one, but you can set up a web server with FTP on it that you can send this backup file to, or any of the backup files. You can do Amazon S3, which again, super inexpensive, also very easy to create a bucket, it's pennies a month. Dropbox is my personal favorite, mostly because Dropbox is something when you're using Mac, you can obviously have a desktop client and you can manage it as if it was a local folder. So when we're using this and I test the connection, it tells me my Dropbox was good to go. But really what's cool is that I can go ahead and then see that Dropbox over here. And what I've got is now this backup copy was sent and I know I've got it, even though theoretically it's being stored on Dropbox, I've got it locally too. 
So if I ever wanted to work on the files or I ever needed to share this with somebody, it's here already automatically. Even better in my mind than using Amazon S3. And lastly, you've got email. Let me show you how these backups go into play for other use. Now, you can install or clone a full WordPress site. So for example, I've got, let's say, three sites here today. I could have 100 sites. What if I wanted to start a new site based on an old one? Instead of wasting all that time and energy going from scratch, all I need to do is just either type in a name or click on one of the sites, and I can go ahead and make a clone of this. Now, I can, again, exclude certain files or include certain folders, but the idea being is when I go ahead and create this, it's a snapshot that will then be used either myself uh, manually or using WP Manage to create a clone, a copy of the site. Now, I won't bore you with what happens. When I click Create Backup, it'll spin the wheel, and when it's done, it'll give me basically an indication that a new snapshot was created on this date that is available for use and I can download that or use that locally if I need to also but more importantly I would go ahead and use it if I wanted to let's say duplicate the site okay bulk add or export websites now this is something that a lot of marketers are going to use if you had let's say a list of new sites you wanted to create maybe they're a variation on a demographic name like Chicago's best restaurants New York's best restaurants Los Angeles best restaurants you can just create all the details that you need with the site URL, the admin name, and, and the other group information, and you can upload that. And then that information would be utilized by uh, ManageWP to create all of those sites. Even better, you can also use the uh, snapshot that we just had created as the basis. So if I took the original site, backed it up, made the snapshot, I can then upload a new list of sites I want to create all based on that website and it handles all the heavy lifting this is something that could probably be a tutorial by itself so I'm not going to go into details but again if you've ever done any marketing and you're trying to set up those multiple copied sites this is a huge time saver okay let's talk about what we can do if we wanted to bulk add new posts pages or links so let's say I've now got multiple sites and I know hey you know what there's some content I want to share on all three sites or all hundred sites or all 200 sites this is where we do it Basically, it's your regular post editor, and you select on the right-hand side which way you want it to be published. So again, I can do it by group, or I can do it by site, just like with the others. And let's say I want to publish on all three sites. If I create a new post here, say some new post, some new info, it's just like any other post editor. But when I publish it and click, it's going to go ahead and add it to all three sites automatically okay so all we need to do is go back to our dashboard and let's refresh this and it's going to get the details of what we just added and now our goal here is we're going to see that eh, maybe we want to edit that post or maybe we want to take it off so as soon as this updates I'll be able to get the latest data now remember we had those dashboard widgets now we got recent posts and you can see here that I've got three new posts right so if I want to change those or edit it I can just do this directly so in this case, maybe I'm going to add it to the trash. I'm going to add it to the trash. I'm going to add it to the trash, right? Super, super easy. Don't even have to log into the site. Although if I did, all I would need to do is just click on the link here, and I can go to the site itself and look through the dashboard again. And I could just do it like I was right there on the site itself, right? Super easy. Okay, let's go back to our main dashboard and go through the rest of these options. Now, I'm not going to bore you with doing new page because that's exactly like new post. 
and same with links. You're just adding links to all or any of the particular sites. Notifications is something that's kind of useful because here this will let you know globally uh, what things need some attention across any of the sites that you're set up. And you can decide to do it by a weekly digest, a daily digest, or none at all. And what this will do is usually print out a list that will pretty much say all the sites you have and which things are up to date or which things need your attention. And really useful, again, if you have more than a couple sites. Uptime monitoring is what I mentioned at the beginning of the video. This is a, a, supple, a supplement or something that would normally have to be paid for by using a service like Pingdom, uh, which is terrific by itself, but now you can just do it inside your managed WP. Now, alerts, same idea here. This gives you some parameters that you can set based upon specific things you want to know. So, for example, I can choose one or more of the sites and I could say, hey, you know, if my traffic goes up or down or something crazy going on, go ahead and let me know. And it can look at it by the previous day or the one week average. And it's right now sending it to the default email address. And right now I'm going to move you to the next one, which is SEO. So SEO, again, has got some cool little tools in here. Gives you the basics of your traffic and your update. Um, there's also some things you can set up here. And again, this isn't designed to be a sort of a sub substitution for a more powerful tool but on a global level it gives you probably as much information as you want so you can put in Google you can check uh, traffic you can add Twitter put in some keywords you want it to look for and then it will refresh every Monday and give you the latest updates and again send you that in the report as well and lastly there's one advanced option here this is for developers and people that know what they're doing but let's say you had a real problem that kicked in maybe the, the WordPress update caused one of your plugins to go really bad maybe it's got some vintage code etc and you can't track it down this basically allows you to run any kind of code in this case maybe you want to run a conditional check or see if a plugin is active you can run this for example against anyone or all of your sites and the result could be that you find where the problem is globally instead of again having to hunt it down individually and Again, most of us are not going to use this, but if you ever needed it, it's really terrific because you don't have to go through the routine of logging in via SSH or using FTP um, time saver. Now, one last thing I want to show you is basically if we go to the bottom here, we've got our options menu. And the options menu is where you can set up some things that you know personalize this experience. You can go ahead and auto load the sites on login, which means that when you go ahead and log into your managed WP console, it'll automatically refresh things and make sure everything is exactly as you want. Or if you have a lot of sites, you may decide to leave that off so that you can adjust whether or not you have to wait for that to kind of kick in. You can also go ahead and adjust how many posts, your fave icon, whether again you're using managed WP or Google for your analytics in the dashboard widget. You can go ahead and have some tips and tricks, etc. Here's one that's kind of cool, uh, very, very powerful, but use it at your caution. You can restrict your managed WP to your own particular IP address. So, for example, if you knew that you were on a fixed IP and you knew you were the only one who ever managed this, you could lock it down to your IP. Use it with caution because, of course, if you're on a non-static IP or you want to access your site from coffee shops or whatever else, you could easily prevent yourself from getting in as much as anybody else being prevented. So use that with caution. And there's also a two-factor authentication. If you're really paranoid about your security, this will prevent people from logging in unless they have the, again, secondary form of authentication already active. And there's some other things here where you can uh, adjust your IP address settings and things uh, probably beyond the scope of this tutorial. And there's also some branding stuff too, which if you're going to go and use this on a client site, this is kind of cool. 
So if I'm over on a dashboard and I'm in the plugins area, the standard Manage WP has a plugin that says Manage WP Worker. Well, they've been very thoughtful and given us the ability to go ahead and change those details. So you can change the name, the description, the author, anything you want, or you can even hide it. Now this is really brilliant as far as when you're doing client sites because now the client doesn't need to really know, obviously within your own fiduciary duty, whether or not you're using this to help them out. They can just think you're a magician and you're able to do this stuff so fast. But in reality, you're able to see all of your clients. Maybe it's 10, 20, 50, 100, all from one dashboard, whether you're on the road or at your desktop. So easy. And again, you can limit the restriction or set the restriction here about notifying the administrator. If they're the administrator of their own site, you clearly don't want them to get those notices, but you do. All right, now, a couple other things. Sub-users. At the beginning of the video, I indicated Manage WP has also made it possible for me to do business with anybody or have a virtual assistant because now I can own all these sites, manage all the sites, but I can add them. Now, the one criterion is that the sub-user already has to exist on the site that you're adding them for. They need to have signed in so that they've got an account with Manage WP so that they can use the sub-user uh, status. And they need to be a user on your site. They don't need to be the administrator. They could be an author or an editor or something else. So the first thing you have to do is put in their email and then you put in uh, their username on the site and then you choose which site they're at. Click add subuser. It will send a confirmation and pretty simple as that. They will be added as a subuser and will be given as much administrative rights as they're allowed to have in order to manage uh, any one or more of your business entities. So again, clarify. If let's say I had 100 sites and I wanted to add one new person on one new site, that person would not be given access to all my other sites via this dashboard. They would only be given access to their sites that I've given them permission for. And it really allows me control, almost like running a global empire here, of adding people in as partners and helping to um, organize who runs what for me. Lastly, my own profile, and that's pretty basic. I can go ahead and manage it just like it was a regular site. Uh, I can change my username, password, all the other details about myself, etc. And that will show up for the account that I'm using with uh, ManageWP as well as for on the individual sites themselves. Wow, this has been probably the longest video I've done in six years or so. But I got to tell you, it really has been worth it. ManageWP has revolutionized the way we manage our client sites, manage our own sites. And I hope it's going to do the same for you, whether you're a designer, a developer, a business person, or just somebody that has multiple WordPress sites for their own reasons. Give them a, a quick visit at managewp.com or send us a question or questions over help at labsecrets.com or our new site is labzip.com where we've got these and other plugins featured. This is Spence, the evil genius. We'll see you on the next video.